fancy on the outside. Some are fancy on the inside. Yes, sir. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. Boys are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. Only girls can be the mommies. Only boys can be the daddies. Yes, sir. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is. Warning: Some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it. Let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. <laughs> Sunday, December 18th, 2022. Season's greetings to all of you crazy crypto cunts. <laughs> to all you crypto criminal cunts. Yes, you criminals. Stop taking all of our money. No. No. Quit it. Nah. I want it. I want it. I want it all for myself so that I can go to the Bahamas and bang my severely <laughs> ugly girlfriend <laughs> and potentially put out a sex tape that may or may not exist. And then when the Bohemian authorities show up, I just go, why you, why you bothering me? I was just down here not hurting nobody. I didn't do anything. Nope. Wasn't me. That was FTX, which I am not associated with <laughs> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> ah, hi, friends. and Yeah, welcome back. Fellow listeners. Uh, we do exist, unlike that creepy man that's trying to get into your house through your chimney. That's just me. <laughs> uh, and I hope everybody enjoyed the tasty tune at the top of the show. Just reminding everybody that everybody's special, even if you want to lop off your dong. All of us are special. <laughs> we are. Yeah, man, just Mr. R spitting straight facts from back in the day. Turns out, uh, still holds up. Still holds up. Oh, really? It's, to me, it sounded like he could have gotten canceled about a million times in that 59-second no, clip. never. They would never <laughs> go after Mr. Rogers. He's yeah. a beloved, you know, there's no way. He's Obviously, the, of course he could. He's but, the uh, cleanest yeah. of the clean. <laughs> Almost too I'm clean. Sure. Yeah, we should yeah, probably yeah, look into his background. Yes. <laughs> Sure, in 2018, we we're like, oh, of course there's nothing bad about Dr. Seuss. Wait, there was something bad about Dr. Seuss? What, was he rhyming when he was hurting kids? I don't know. He could I have mean, been. I never understood the whole argument, but <laughs> I don't think we're meant to. Well, he always spoke in riddles. That's all I know. Too complex for this brain. This chap over here. I'm just, I'm just going to have to let somebody else look into yeah. it. Not to bring y'all too much behind the scenes, but uh, good old Dougie's computer was trying to, you know, do a jihad on this show. Make sure you didn't hear it again until at least next year, like we predicted on the last episode. Yeah, we made a cursory statement in the last episode that uh, was supposed to be a joke <laughs> about 
not doing another episode this year. And um, I really didn't mean it. But like, it almost happened. I mean, it almost yeah. happened. And then two-thirds of this podcast, you know, caught the uh, Black Plague. Yeah, yeah speaking, of, speaking of things that are complex. Okay. Let's talk about this fucking sickness that I just had. Okay. Uh, Do you want to catch the audience up on what they've missed out on oh, while yeah, we been haven't been doing episodes? Oh, yeah, fucking month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it started the day <laughs> after fucking Thanksgiving. And uh, very strange sickness, I must say. Mm. I've had the flu many times in my life i've had a cold you know i've had the regular shit i've had strep throat i've had all that shit this sickness was very strange it started with just a little nagging cough Mm -hmm. all day friday friday after thanksgiving Mm. and i was just friday and i'm I'm just all day long looking forward to fucking ham and stuffing and fucking mashed potatoes and shit that that, you know i'm Mm -hmm. looking forward to that Day after Thanksgiving meal when I get home. Well, during the day, all during the day, I didn't realize it, but I was obviously running a fever. I didn't know this until I got home. And when I got home and I sat down, I started thinking, I don't feel too good. I'm feeling a little woozy. I feel a little woozy. Did so, you uh, fuck a pangolin before so, you got home? I did Doug? not. I did not. That was that was years ago. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> you and Randy Marsh, <laughs> yeah, it was years ago. Uh, it, you, I know you saw that started the pandemic and all. It's okay. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, this sickness was what made this unique. Is any time I've ever gotten sick before, it always started with a sore throat. Mm-hmm. Always, uh, my throat would get sore. And I would either get a cold or the flu or something. It would always start with a sore throat. No sore throat with this one. This went straight from a little cough to a fucking 102.3 degree temperature by the time I got home from work. Yeah, you were getting it. Yes. And and no coughing uh, as far as coughing shit up or no sore throat, none of that. So that whole weekend, I had a fever and it, it, it topped out at 102.7. Fucking insane. I just stayed in bed all weekend. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to fucking sleep this off. <laughs> so it's NyQuil, DayQuil, sleep. NyQuil, DayQuil, sleep. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, Sunday, I was still running a fever. And my wife was getting worried. And I told her, I said, give it one more day. So Monday morning, I wake up. My fever breaks. I wake up. It's, it's lower than it's supposed to be. Like 97 points. Oh, shit. I'm like, now, hey, now I've gone cold. Yeah. Now I'm cold. <laughs> now I'm dying. But, uh. So so anyway, I, I I felt better that day, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'm on the backside of this shit. This is going to be good. Next day, very next day, I start coughing. And I mean, I'm really coughing. And the day after that, I was coughing up solid shit. And I was like, this is the strangest shit I've ever seen. I still don't have a sore throat. <laughs> so this coughing just kept going and kept going and getting worse. And I definitely had a lung infection of some sort. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was when I went to the, when I went, finally went to the doctor and they, they did all the tests on me. I had no COVID. I had, I had like five COVID tests all during this. They all came up negative. Yeah. Cause they don't um, work anymore. <laughs> and, and, and then I had a flu test and the flu test came up negative. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with me, doc. You know, I don't always run 102.7, you know. This is new uh, for me. This is, yeah, it's kind of new. And so they give me an antibiotic. I take the antibiotic for, I've been taking, I actually just finished it a couple of days ago. And um, 
I've been, I've had this cough that I could not kick and it's still with me right now. I mean, and, and right now we're talking a month. It's mm-hmm. been a month. And so it's still there. It's going away. I feel like it's going away, uh, but it's still there. And so I think that COVID has mixed with the flu and has mixed with the common cold and came up with some new fucking bastard child bastard, virus. Yes, bastard, <laughs> bastard bitch of a flu that doesn't last three days anymore. Now it lasts a whole fucking month. Yeah. And, but the, 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 during the whole sickness, I never got the body ache like I get when you get the flu. Uh, I never got that. Okay. And I never got a sore throat. And it's the strangest. Those are the two strangest things about what I just went through that I still I can't even compute it in my mind because I've never been as sick as I was as I was without those two things occurring at the same time. So while you were going through your bout with whatever the fuck was in you, uh, I got hit pretty fucking hard for about a week. Where for a solid four or five days, I was down for the fucking count. And you sounded like shit. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. you actually sounded worse than I ever sounded. I don't know. Well, and the thing is, is I had all, I knew what was happening the whole time. I was never worried like, oh, shit, I got to get my ass to the fucking hospital or any of that stuff. Because I was like, no, I know these feelings. These are all not comforting, but familiar, <laughs> familiar, familiar ails. Yes. Because I would feel the wave of chills come over me. And I'm like, oh, boy. This isn't going to be a quick 24 in and you're out. This is, oh, fuck. This is going to be the rest of the week. And uh, and it was. And it took a solid week because I know when I got it. I know exactly when I got it, where I got it, and who I got it from, you motherfucker. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I know who I got it from, too. <laughs> uh, uh, we won't mention that. Dirty. You dirty, <laughs> dirty fucker. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it was it, it was just very strange. And I feel like... Now moving forward, I feel like all of uh, all of my illnesses that I get will be enhanced somehow by now, this by COVID. Yeah, yeah, they've been enhanced, and they all so, got that download pack from, right, right. from China, and, and they're ready to fucking rock. And some so shit. it makes it unlike anything you've ever had before, you know. And yeah. it's that's weird. And it it there's a couple of times it got scary for me uh, with the coughing thing. Because I was coughing so much, you know how when your chest is just feels oh, like yeah. somebody's stabbing you with a fucking ice pick every time you I cough. I fucking hate um, that. Man, I was like that for five days straight, and it w- it hurt so bad, man. And I, I, on the, I remember on the fifth day, I'm like, my God, just just let it fucking be over, you know? My, yeah. I mean, because you just it it's insane, it's crazy, and and I know everybody knows what I'm talking about. Anybody's had a a really bad cold knows what I'm talking about, but for this shit to last for a month, mm-hmm. there's something yeah. going on. They've mixed up some shit up in the uh, well. And during the height of this, you know, I'm over here basically sucking on exhaust fumes of y'all's shit, you know, and somehow me, the most disgustingly unhealthy of the three people doing this show, has not yet gotten sick. I'm straddling it. I I feel myself. I've been battling not getting sick for the last month. Yeah. Because one day I'll feel fine. But then the next day, like today, um, I've started getting a cough over and over again. I I went to a a halal place before I came over and I'm like, great. We're fucking doomed. (laughs) 
All right. Well, no. it's officially our last podcast. <laughs> Did he stick needles in you? No. I was lightly coughing, and everyone in the place is giving me dirty looks. And I'm just like, oh, come on. You know the cook back there is coughing worse than I am on your food. It's like, yeah, but those are germs that we already have. You're bringing it's, in some shit from the outside. And that's what it is. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's because, and this is what's so weird about it, is over the past three years, not sick at all. Nothing got sick. Fucking everybody around me is getting COVID and fucking being laid up for two, three weeks and not tasting food and all this. Now, I will say this. That's another thing that happened during this mm-hmm. is I quit eating. I completely quit eating because everything tasted like shit. Yeah. Everything. And that's never happened to me before either. I've had that happen um, when I've gotten really sick before. Yeah, and I, th- this is way before the word COVID even existed. Right, right. Where I would get so sick that even just the thought of food, I'm like, what's oh, the no, point? No, no, I've been, I, I'm talking point? about for days, for, for days. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, it was, it was crazy, man. It, it really was. Even ice cream tasted like shit. And ice cream is delicious. Yeah, but not when you're sick. It's no, fucking who delicious. The, who the fuck wants ice cream when you're sick? Yeah, well, that was the only thing I felt like I could eat because yeah. <laughs> everything else tasted like shit and even ice cream tasted like shit. So I was like, it was it was weird, man. It was very weird. Very weird. Now, I'm glad to be where I'm at now yeah. on this side of it, but um, it's been rough, man. And I feel for anybody out there that gets this shit, especially someone who's, you know, immune compromised or whatever. I don't know. I'm a, I'm pretty, you know, they call me, a, they don't call me the cockroach for nothing. You know, they don't call me the cockroach, you know, I'm pretty hardy when it comes to fucking, I mean, I eat shit that nobody else will eat. And I mean, it's just who I am. You know, I mean, I love yeah. fucking junk food and pizza. And I love that shit. Yeah. yeah where, where do you and, think you stack up on the Keith Richards scale? If I had to compare his drug use to my abuse food of fucking of, of just shit food, yeah. I would say we're probably on the same same yeah. level. We probably all should have been taken off the planet yeah, years ago. Yeah, 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 probably. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I I'm, I don't you know I, I I'm not proud of the fact that I love fast food and I and I live off the sh- it's just happened. It just happened, and it it was something that goes all the way back to my fucking youth that never went away you know i mean i just well i think if there's anything that uh, we can all probably agree on is that uh not everything affects everybody the same way and that is absolutely the truth but when we were in one of our multiple setbacks tonight waiting on the computer to finally get its fucking head out of its ass together uh, i was playing some john daly clips (laughs) that is a man that should not be walking this earth any longer no and there's some people that are just human uh, waste bins. You can throw all the trash at them that you want, and half the time they'll be in there rooting around with it, and nothing. Fuck it. We'll live yeah. long past Outlive people that are yeah. out there running fucking marathons and shit. Yeah, It'll it be like, like uh, that that character in Snatch that was like shot like seven or eight times, and the smallest thing takes him out in the movie. That's gonna be the John Daly. They I'm had, pretty sure they had an interview with an old man in. I think it was the Bronx. I think he lived in the Bronx Mm -hmm. in New York. This man was 103 years old. And they were asking him what the secret to to living long was. He ate like two pounds of bacon a day. Mm -hmm. Drank like a fucking, I mean, a shitload of beer every day. And um, and just, you know, smoked cigars. He's like, yeah, just, just be happy. 
just be happy. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's not a he, he's like it's not a there's not a trick to it. You know, it's just how you look at. And I, I, I agree with this. Yeah, I, I think that how you look at your food, um, affects what your food will do to you. I, I believe this. Now, and a lot of people, a lot of people will will fucking sounds pretty woo woo. They'll raise hell with me on that. But uh, I mean, dude, I have had cholesterol tests and things like that done that that make no sense. They don't make any sense at all. Yeah. I mean, they. I should, uh, my cholesterol should be fucking 350 or whatever the fuck, you know, uh, not normal is. Uh, and, but it's not, it's, it's lower than actual, a lot of people that have heart disease and shit, you know I mean? Yeah. It's, and it, that makes no sense to me. It you know, I kind of I mean, had a similar thought. And I think the point that you're trying to make is that, uh, your mentality is more important than a lot of things. Than your physical. Yes. Yes. And, how you look yeah. at things. And I kind of had a similar thought when, uh, I was in the hospital not too terribly long ago for something that felt very serious. The doctors, you know, it's interesting when you think that you're dying and the doctors <laughs> seem to disagree and not only disagree, but aren't even, aren't even taking it that seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you have to realize, oh, it's all in my fucking head. Yeah. And yeah. that's probably what brought me here. But they did a bunch of blood work and a bunch of other tests and shit. And they came back and said, oh, well, hey, Magoo, your, uh, your kidney and livers came back looking... Fucking tip top. And I'm sitting there going, wait, did you, did you swap my blood with somebody else's? Cause, uh, I've spent a hefty amount of my years drinking far more than any doctor would ever, ever advise it. You know, anybody do with their yeah, body. All things told your liver should look like camouflage. Well, there should at least be some like, Hey, we're seeing something that's a little concerning here. Eh, you know, it's the Irish. You know? <laughs> well, I'm thinking, it's probably here's my here's my theory that I just came up with while you were talking. Every time I've ever drank, I've been happy. Right. I think happy drunks probably have healthier livers than people there who drink go. when they're depressed. Of course. I agree with that. Well, yes. no, we were we were always better off before we had the 24-hour fear factory that we've got now, which is the news. I mean, basically since we've introduced so much stress into our life, that is self-induced stress, that is what's creating most of the disease. If you would look at your Big Mac and say, that is delicious and good for me, when you eat it. <laughs> hey, Big Mac, instead how of you going, doing, big boy? Instead of going, I shouldn't be eating I this. I shouldn't be eating this. This is, this is, uh, I believe, I believe that matters. I do. Yeah, uh, so, I do. So cheer up, you fucking sad yeah, fucks. That's right. You're dying out there. Yeah. <laughs> We're all dying. Yeah. <laughs> Just take some a little longer than others. Yeah. From the moment they smack your ass to start breathing when you're a baby, that's you it. start dying. You're born to die. Yes. Yeah. And just don't let that get you down. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the rosy side of everything. Yeah. You're here now. Cheer up, you fuck. Yeah. And I would love, I would love it if there's like an actual doctor that listens to this show that's just like, God damn it, boys. Like <laughs> someone's going to listen to this and like go, fuck my diet. I'm just going to start loving my shitty hey, diet. Well, whoever that yeah, doctor okay. is, th that person was fucked beyond repair before they even started listening to our show. I'm trying to so. think if I know any doctors that listen to this. Well. I can't think of any, but if well, you're out they're there, they're not any smarter for it. If you're out there, uh, we probably need to keep you on retainer. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't really believe anything we're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> but it's an interesting concept. Yeah. And I will say this, and but this I will agree with, and I'll stand by 100%. You can mentally fuck yourself right into a hospital bed quicker exactly. than shit. Oh, yeah. Yes. Quicker than shit. Yes. You and can you can do some real some legit damage to your innards by how you think and what you spend your time just constantly worrying about and stressing about and not getting over this and staying stuck on that. You will fuck yourself right into an early fucking death quicker than no, anything else that you do to yourself. Mental thoughts have physical manifestations. Yeah. Yeah. So Every- just be happy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get upset when it takes us five weeks to put an episode out. <laughs> you're killing yourself. You're, <laughs> you're killing yourself. We're not killing you. You're doing it to yourself. I will say this. In our long, uh, or in our abbreviated hiatus, but long span between episodes, I had a chance to go out and mix it up with some of our listeners. Uh, a good friend of mine had a celebration event where all of a bunch of old friends I hadn't seen in fucking decades, not since college showed up. And, uh, it was kind of eye opening to find out how many of them know about this show and uh, are listening right now. Hi guys. How you doing? Yeah. That, that's uh, fucking terrifying to me. It was, uh, a little eye opening for me as well. When friends I hadn't seen since college were like, Hey man, by the way, this once a month bullshit ain't going to fucking cut it. And I'm like, well, how you been? How are you? You married? You got kids? How's the family? <laughs> no, it was like right out of the gate. Like you're going to need to, you're going to need to step it up. See, kinda. that's better than the one experience I had with a fan, which was, Hey, say something racist. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, colored people that was beautiful that was funny. <laughs> i like all the reactions we've gotten so racist. far yeah uh, I, I have no fans you know it's better that way yeah it is i don't like that word anyway i hate it i never have liked that word fucking hate it we don't have and fans it, we yeah. just have people that listen and to it's this like thing. when we're talking you know when we were talking about the band um and I, I don't know if i said this in the interview or not but uh I, i've never looked at people that uh liked what i was doing musically as anything other than a cool motherfucker that likes my shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and as as far as that goes that they're a friend they're not a they're not a fan they're a friend you know and well that word is already disingenuous for the fact that i mean it's a short for fanatic yeah and how many yeah. of the actual people are fanatical well, that was, about any of the shit and it came that, that came with the beatles you yeah because they were fanatics yes they were fanatical i mean they were chasing their car down the road and shit like that. that's that's crazy that's oh, yeah. crazy and uh and young girls you know damn near killing themselves trying to get to them and screaming their was, fucking lungs I know, out dude, could i you just imagine? came here to, to listen to strawberry fields forever shut the fuck up i know could yeah. you imagine what they went through you know the the beatles and elvis and hell even like uh james brown you know yeah. a, a lot of a lot of early artists like that uh, jerry lee lewis uh they had just fucking people chasing them down the road and shit yeah. you know that's, that's uh that's you don't uh, see that anymore you don't see it anymore because now you know bands are charging their fans you know six thousand dollars to meet them and uh <laughs> well, to keep so, the crazies uh, away yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. makes and sense so, so it's uh yeah you know uh and i don't agree with that either yeah you know i'm 
I'm just Mr. Contradictory here when it comes to a lot of the shit that goes on these days. Well, I would, I totally agree with you, Ronan. Like, uh, to be at a show where you can't hear the fucking thing because everyone's just screaming their fucking heads off only because they're just standing there. Um, yeah, I'd be like, hey, shut the fuck up. We're all here for them, not for you. Right. Yeah. Uh, I paid it $700 for this ticket. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever they were charging yeah. back in the Ed Sullivan days. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you're a, talking about back in the oh, yeah, yeah. But I had a funny moment. The day that I got sick, because like I said, I know exactly where I got sick and who I got sick from. It was at the SEC Championship, go dogs, And we were sitting in the LSU section because, well, let's just say the economy sucks, but ticket prices don't reflect that. And <laughs> LSU fans didn't want to be there. So they were selling their ticket for face fucking value. And I was like, that's the spot. You know, let's get in there and let's take all of our savings and use it on booze once we get in the stadium. You know, there you normal, yeah. logical thought. Yep. Well, we show up to the game and um, no, no booze. They, they they weren't selling a single drop of alcohol. Oh, wow. And That's probably a good idea. I was Like I said, I was sitting in the LSU section, and I turned to my right, and there was an LSU fan. It was a lady, probably in her mid to late 40s, there with her elderly father. Straight out of Louisiana, lifelong LSU fan. He was adorable. He was my favorite person in the whole building. Mm. Even more so than Kirby Smart that day. And th- they were saying... Their reason why there was no alcohol sold in the stadium is because they were there. Yeah. Because LSU fans were there and that they would drink them out of the alcohol and then shit would get weird because apparently that's happened in the past. And uh, I can believe it because LSU fans are fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, Cajun people don't get less out of hand with alcohol. But <laughs> you think? But like I said, he was elderly. You know, he was up there in age. Right. He, yeah. had, he had seen some shit in his day. And there were kids in front of us, younger than me. I, anybody younger than me, you're a kid to me. Sorry, that's just how it goes from this point forward. Hey, kid. Hey, little fucker. Catch. So whenever a big play would happen, they would stand up and start cheering. The second their asses left the seats, he was on. Sit down. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all y'all down. Hey, down in front. And the daughter. Just constantly was like slapping him, like, shut up. Stop it. They're allowed to do that here, Dad. Come on. <laughs> Quit, Daddy. <laughs> and it was just a nonstop, this lady badgering her old man for not wanting to stand up with everybody else because he's like, well, we paid for seats. You're supposed to sit in the seat. I want these people to sit down and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was dying. Just dying laughing the whole fucking game. That was more entertaining than the game, for obvious reasons. Quit, Daddy. Hey, Daddy, you're embarrassing me. Shut it. Uh, You pipe down. I made you. I can take you out. (laughs) Is that the prediction of where you're going to be by his age? No, because I would have to have a daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Does does take that. So, no, I'll be sitting at home going, man, I'm glad I'm not having to sit behind a bunch of fucking uppity, uppity, <laughs> downy, up, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, fucking kids. Just I'm go with your this niece. on my 72 inch. Fu- I'll be in the fucking VR realm. Yeah. I'll be in the ball. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I had never experienced anything like that. Like a, just an ornery old fuck yelling at his own fan base to sit the fuck down. <laughs> Y'all sit down and shut the fuck up. I loved it. Uh, shout out to LSU just for that guy and that guy alone. 
But a lot of things have been happening, guys. I mean, we were off the air long enough for the world to keep turning, believe it or not. I thought it would stop, but we're still here. And uh, a lot of weird, weird and wacky stuff out there. A lot of things that are kind of like mainstream now that we've kind of just blatantly joked about on the show, like Arona being a Jew and how like, you know, how he's slowly going to take over the podcast because that's what Jews do. Yeah. You know, silently. Yeah. Like, you know, the bell and all that stuff. Well, I don't even know if the, where's my bell. I don't even, <laughs> you got to dust it off, man. Yeah, I got to dust my bell off and make sure it works. Yeah. Hell okay. Yeah. We're good. But now I don't know if we can do it anymore. I don't know if we can do it anymore because Kanye's kind of stolen my thunder. He's, oh. he's kind of pushed the whole Jew hate right to the top of the fucking list. Well, you know, that was, uh, <laughs> that was special. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was he special. W- he went on a a ramp today supposedly because of all the jo- jobs he's losing mm. because of his Jewish comments. It's kind of amazing when your comment is Jews run everything and they're ruining my life and the response is let's ruin it some more. Yeah. It doesn't really take away from what Kanye was saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, it kind of actually backs up his point. <laughs> and then and when other people step in and be like, well, actually, so-and-so is not even Jewish. And it's like, yeah, but isn't he acting on the behest of what he said about Jews? Therefore, it's still... Like, here's the thing. You kind of ha- just have to let crazy people be crazy. Because yeah. any action taken against them, you're only giving them more credibility. Well, I don't the, know why we haven't learned this yet. The good thing is we have our own Jew. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we have our own Jew. I yeah. bought him fair and square. I know yeah. what you're thinking. French Jew the that did not even support the French today in the final of the World Cup. I supported the place that safely harbored a shit ton of Nazis. <laughs> good move. Yeah, think of the irony there. <laughs> That's a good move. He's bad at everything. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even cheer right. He can, yeah. man, you can't even Jew right. But like, uh, it's going to be kind of hard to talk about anything like current when you got five weeks worth of shit that uh, I'm, I only focus on a few things that made me chuckle. And the Kanye West thing I thought was pretty funny because it started, and if people don't pay attention to this shit, good on you. I'll take you down memory lane. So one day he woke up and tweeted that he's going to go death con with a TH, not an F because, you know, fuck enunciations, I guess. When yeah. Kanye, He's going to go death con three on the Jews. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you know it? That got their attention. Got a lot of people's attention, actually. And Which, actually, if you know the the levels, three's nestled right there in the middle. Yeah, it's actually it's, not that bad. It's actually DEF CON with a fucking F. Yeah. Uh, one is the bad one. But yeah. Three just means, oh, we're a little elevated. <laughs> we're paying Def, attention. DEF CON one is where my finances are. Right. <laughs> we'll get to that later. And we don't want to get into who's running those. <laughs> we'll, get to, we'll get to that later. But Kanye will. Yes. Um, so he says this dumb shit and, and then he starts making the rounds immediately. It's funny. He gets canceled on one end, but then he can't get enough interview opportunities on the other end just so he can continuously dig his own grave deeper. I don't know. Even if he's hundred percent right about all this shit, which you're supposed to say he's not because I like money still being in my bank account. Um, there's no point in doing what he's doing. 
Like I don't know what outcome he's he's shooting for. I guess he's going for zero. You know, I mean, I I, I guess he wants to see if they can just completely destroy bottom him. Bottom him out. It's what yeah. Dave Chappelle said. It's like uh, one thing we can probably guarantee is dude's not well. <laughs> he's not acting like a well person should but then again it's Kanye. Has. That's, never, that's, like, that's my whole thing is like everybody's going oh he's he's mentally uh sick uh, and it's like you're just now when has he not been like yeah. i was thinking this since 05 where the fuck have y'all been yeah like, i mean it's yeah you know the more the more money people get and the more that microphone fucking speaks out to more and more people and the crazier you get, which I I can only surmise that all that money's making is making him just believe his own self. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. it's a, it, it's a self. Uh, he just completely every day he just uh, impresses himself, and I'm sure with what he yeah with, with what he feels like is just the gospel of because well, he's Kanye. a genius. I'm a- exactly. sure a lot of you out there probably don't like you know. A bunch of the shit that he does but he's still for all intents and purposes an artist and from the time the time was a time that's a fucking thing and you know what's funny well, is i couldn't name you one kanye no, West song. of course not. not one but i mean artists are fucking insane they always have been fucking van gogh cuts his ear off and goes ha this is my symbol of my love to you yeah well the jews made him do it i think he just didn't really want to come out and say it yeah, I mean, well, because that seems to just be like, okay, well, you got a problem with them. Uh, but there's a couple of things that have come out of this that you can't not pay attention to. And it has nothing to do with the Jewish cabal or whatever the fuck, you know, the JQ. He had a, he had a trainer for, I think, a couple years. And he started sharing text messages with this trainer that makes you go, oh, Maybe Kanye, if he is crazy, is crazy on purpose because of some MK Ultra shit where they're literally he's the guy's texting with him saying, you need to you need to clean up your act. Otherwise, we'll we'll throw you in a fucking loony bin and we'll put you on so much lithium that your kids won't even recognize you. Like, don't make me do this again. Kind of a thing. And it turns out that his trainer is a super high up like. Navy SEAL level Canadian military personnel person. So, and you know, Canada and America, they work together, the back channels and all this shit. Oh, yeah. Somebody put this guy on Kanye to monitor him. And that if he, <laughs> if he went a little astray, hey, just fucking hit him up with some lithium or some Valium. Just calm his ass down. Keep him out of the spotlight. We, we got to keep those checks coming. So are you saying uh, Kanye is a CIA asset? No, I'm saying that he's a CIA pawn <laughs> that is being controlled and manipulated, and he's crazy enough to see it for what it is. It's like, yeah, they're trying to control me. Yeah. And he's not wrong in that. Because if you've... I'm just saying. I'm just... Look at what happened with Britney Spears. Look at what happened with about, all these celebrities yeah. that when they snap, they have to end them. He and Britney need to hook up. Yes. That would be the most joyous train wreck we've ever I think it's, I think it's more seen. record company related than CIA or anything like that. I mean, it's well, they want to keep them dollars, man. They want to keep that money coming in. But the CIA has a back door into Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm not they, saying that they don't. 
I wouldn't imagine that the CIA would just sit back and be like, no, this is totally fine. We should totally let this billionaire start just going off. And uh, yeah, we probably need to, we probably need to just nudge him back in the Whoa, right direction. Look at Elon. Yeah, I'm, talk about billionaires going off. That motherfucker has gone off. So, I mean, you you know, I think, I don't know. I think people with money, I think it makes you crazy. I think it, though, and the more money you have, and it's the power thing. It's not just the money. It's the power. It's a, I can do anything I want. You know, I mean, we've talked about this with government, with, you know, every uh, senators and presidents and whatever they can get. They feel like they can get away and do whatever they want and say whatever they want to. And because it's, they're, they're the shit. I think, and, it's, I think it's the people that haven't desire to be out there saying things to be heard for that attention. There's plenty more than you would know. Very rich and powerful people that, no, that stay back in the shit. shadows. Yeah, they don't that say anything. You would, that you drive by their house, you would have no mm-hmm. idea what the fuck they yeah. even do. Yeah, no. exactly. And they're not, they're not falling victim to any of this right. shit. Right, right. Because they're keeping their mouth shut. Well, it's always the it's always the extroverts. You know, it's always the people that crave attention. Mm-hmm. And, and if you've got, I mean, look at Warren Buffett. You never hear him say anything. Motherfuckers yeah. rich as shit. And yeah, I mean, he's a, you never hear his opinion on anything. You never hear politically, any any of that shit. He's like, yeah, let it ride, baby. Uh, but then you got, I mean, you're talking about Kanye and Elon Musk yeah. and and all of these billionaires. Elon Musk is, uh, the man is, he has Asperger's or whatever. He has, he's, he has something. He's got something. He's uh, on the spectrum and, of yeah, some sort, and and he and he even admits it. You know, he admits he's definitely a weird guy. Yeah, you know, you have to be. But he, it, it's a, it's that self destruct mode that I think we all have in us. Everybody's got it, one hundred percent. It's uh, and and once you get to a certain point to where you feel like you have a big enough microphone or a big enough outlet to, and you start really spewing shit that people don't agree with. Then it comes back at you in ways that we can't even, we don't, you know, we wouldn't even have, have, in other words, we wouldn't even have an opportunity for them to come at us that way because we don't have what they have. Yeah. And it's, it's all about tearing people down. That's all it is. And especially in the fucking society that we live in today, it's, it, it, Every side is trying to tear the other side down, and it's really dangerous. It's a really dangerous thing, especially for like Elon Musk and people that are uh, Kanye. I don't give a fuck. It's, 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 he's just crazy. But Elon Musk is a industrialist. I mean, he's a he's part of the machine of the future of this country, whether people like that or not, and. You, I think people should tread lightly on what they what they do and say well, to people like that. It's you know? the nature it's, of the business now is the, the only thing more special than watching somebody at the top of their game is that same person on their way out. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody no, loves uh, a good success story, and the only thing they love more than that is a good destruction. Yeah. Now, you mean to tell me that this guy is just crazy, Doug? So we're gonna. I gotta watch. I gotta watch uh, my accounts because they've been frozen by the Jewish uh, banks. So I, I need to watch my mills. Well, CNN says why people are evil Nazis. So 
I mean, I, I, I disagree with both statements, but I get the yeah, I, don't, I don't like the word evil next to Nazis. I think we need to look at <laughs> how I do he's talking to. Oh, my goodness. Just because you don't like one group doesn't mean the other. Look, I fine. love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. <laughs> oh man! Well, I have to disagree with that. Right, but listen, we're going to go to break. I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the crazy one here. We're all crazy. The whole world's crazy, and and the whole power structure's coming down. This is absolutely lit. This is lit, 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 lit. He when you <laughs> shut up, the frogs are gay, man. He didn't know. I what was to say about to that. say, yeah. When you shut up, Alex Jones, yeah, you're he, on a new level. Alex was yeah. uncomfortable that entire episode. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. That was a week after uh, Kanye stormed out of Tim Pool, where Tim just was not the guy to have the conversation with him, because I think it's performative. I, I think it's all performative. I don't think he's. I don't think Kanye's crazy. Um, I think that he's just whatever he is uh, within whatever levels of quote unquote crazy that he f- wants to be. I think he just. It's his sandbox he's going to do whatever the fuck he feels yeah. like he wants to yeah, do he's in it. trying to be controversial and it's shit. He's just, just to get attention yes no. i don't give a fuck what he believes or what he doesn't believe but when you start to just shove him into the deepest recesses where he has to go on alex jones and it's the only place he will even entertain him to do his i, I see this as andy kaufman yeah and, and see that's the difference right there uh you said you see it as uh as he needs it mm-hmm. you know elon musk doesn't need it that's the difference between these two. Yeah, Elon Musk is not doing things just just for the shock of it. He's I not. Thinking sometimes he does. No, I I really don't. I think the his whole reason for buying Twitter, and and I don't think he did it to shock anybody or anything like that. His whole reason to buy Twitter, it makes sense. It really does because he's a when you look, he's electric cars, fucking probes in your brain, uh. Rocket ships. Rocket ships to the moon. Uh, what's the next thing? Fucking social controlling the mass. That's, a, you know, I mean, so it makes it, it makes perfect sense to me for him to go buy Twitter. Uh, it would be it would make even more sense to me if he bought YouTube. But that's another thing. So you don't uh, think he launched a Tesla into the atmosphere to get attention? Oh no, dude, I, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying. That's completely different. That's that's launching a company. That's that's a company. This is not. It's not. You're comparing two different things, man. You're comparing self-absorption, fucking Kanye, to now. Granted, Elon is self-absorbed, but he's self-absorbed with advancing things. You know what I'm saying? He's not self-absorbed with just calling the Jews out for fucking day. It's not. It's not like. It's not like he's doing that. He's Elon, dude. Elon Musk is not. He's not the bad guy that people think he is, and he's not the good guy that people think he is. No, he's, he's just a guy. He's just it, no, well. It's not that he's just a guy. He's a guy, a brilliant guy. That's the, sure. That's the scariest thing about. I am far more terrified of Elon Musk than I am Kanye West. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, that's, and that's my point in all of this. You know, he yeah. he has a a foothold in everything. I mean, when you dude, when you look at batteries, uh, battery technology, uh, electric cars, obviously. Uh, space, everything that we've talked about, he is knee deep in that shit more than the governments yeah. are. More than governments are. So when you're when when you're talking on a level like that, 
And people keep talking about, oh, he's got to be sad because he's not the richest man. He don't give a fuck. He does not give a fuck about him not being the richest yeah, no, man I'll, in the world. I'll, I'll float this out there. That Kanye should be more afraid of Elon Musk than the Jews. Potentially. Uh, <laughs> I just think that it's low hanging fruit for Kanye. And I agree with you, Doug. I personally don't give a flying fuck about Kanye. Yeah, but, uh, when, but when... When you're having this very public uh, downfall, yeah, that you're bringing upon yourself, while you're proving the point that's making everybody <laughs> wish for your downfall, and it's kind of the snake eating its tail, yeah. but it's also the yeah. thing that's feeding your downfall. I'm more interested in that than Elon potentially mm-hmm. stepping down from Twitter, right? Which yeah. is what happened right before we went on tonight. Elon posted a poll. Where are on- we at? Where are we at on it? Ah, on his Twitter account. Yeah, just to let y'all know. Yeah, so he... It's uh, 11.48 on uh, December the 18th, 2022. This is what the poll is. And Jim notified at least me of this whole thing at around 8 o'clock. And at that point in time, there might have been about 5 million votes. And every hour, it seems, it goes up a million. 11.48 Eastern Standard Time. There have been 11,261,704 votes on Elon's question of, should I step down as head of Twitter? I will abide by the results of this poll. And right now at 11.49 p.m., 56% yes, 44% no. And it's funny because what's going on now is, because he is the quote unquote arbiter of what is and isn't allowed on Twitter, which you can make an argument that that's too much power for one person to have. I hear you, but it, it comes down to ideological, you know, boundaries. Right. Is, is he, is he holding back your, uh, enemies speech? Then you're going to have less of a problem with it. If you're this person or you're on the side of the speech that's getting hit, you really hate this guy. And right now, Elon is not liked by a lot of people. Um, I don't think he's the good guy that uh, some people think he is. I don't think he's the bad guy either, but I think he's much closer to the bad guy than the good guy because I just don't trust him. I agree with that. And it has yeah. nothing to do with Twitter yeah. or Tesla. And yeah. it has everything to do with him wanting to... Yep. <laughs> yeah, don't like Neuralink it. scares Neuralink. the shit out of me. Don't oh, like yeah. it. It has since I've found out about it. Yeah, it like, was... hey, humans, what right do you think you have to just not die? Yeah. Um, or, or, you know, are you willing, do you understand what you will be willing to give up in order to not ever have an ailment? Uh, and is that worth yeah. it? And is that even a thing that we want to test around with? Well, in the neuro, Personally, I would say, fuck no. In the Neuralink is- worlds, they don't have to burn books anymore. They will just have to program it out of you for you to believe certain things. And that will, they will have that capability when they are, when your brain becomes their domain. Yeah, it's no different than, and I think right now the easiest way to put it to other brainlets that are out there like cheering this guy on, it's like, okay, well, what if we gave that power to the police? Technology exists where they can see through your walls so that they don't really even have to worry about kicking doors down and doing no knock raids. They can just constantly be able to look inside of, just that bad guy's house to know if he's in there and then they can just wait for him to come out. Now, would you want that technology used? And if you frame it 
a certain way, people would be like, oh my God, if that would lead to less innocent people dying, then absolutely. It's like, okay, now what's holding them back from using that on your house mm-hmm. and your neighbor's house? The military too. And your Meemaw's house. And is that, uh, do you want that level of power? Once it exists, anybody can wield it. Yeah. Yeah. And just don't like just, the nukes. Don't just think of this Neuralink thing being like really super fucking awesome and a, a massive advancement. It's like the invention of the wheel for humanity just because Elon's the man at the the helm at this. And right now he's trashing his own, you know, public perception by just he's literally fucking around with Twitter. He's using Twitter as his own little playground. I'll ban this person. Uh, I'll bring him back and then I'll tweet, LOL, pay me eight bucks. Look, if I had Twitter, I would do the same shit, but I'm also not trying to control your brain. I would just do it for the lulls because in my personal opinion, social media is the death of mankind and mm-hmm. and modern civilized society anyway so burn it to the fucking ground well when you got social media when you own a platform like twitter and you got Neuralink going on that's scary that's all i can say oh uh, I, I mean yeah if you have a if you have a uh if you got Neuralink going on in people's fucking brains and then they carry around their fucking cell phone and they've got twitter on their fucking cell phone telling them what to do, what not to do, what to well, what's vote crazy for, is what not to vote for. They've they've run this before where they've tried to have AI become sentient through the internet, just through what is on the internet. Yeah. And it immediately becomes racist like right. within eighteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Twitter's not real life. Like anything I've tweeted, liked, people I follow people just because how interesting they are with their takes. And even if I totally agree with them and it's like, yeah, this is wonderful. I still have to put the phone down, go to my local grocery store to, you know, every, you know, every week or two, I still have to go to a job. I still got other shit to do. Like I can't just live in this, you know, everything that I think is good on Twitter. That's not real. And everything that's bad on Twitter. That's not real either. I know. Well, so it's, it's like, what, what, what data are you farming out of this shit website uh, <laughs> Neuralink's going to come with a few bugs. Let me just oh, put it that yeah. way. Oh, of course it will. Yeah. It's the human condition. Everyone's mm-hmm. racist and they all want to destroy each other. Yes. Well, okay. Well, maybe Neuralink might be a little more onto something. I don't know. But I, all I know, and I've said this a billion times on this podcast, when I'm out in the real world in meat space, walking around, bumping into people, none of that exists. None of that's real. Everyone gets no. along. You know, but I guarantee you, if... If I'm in uh, like a football game or a strip club or a gas station or whatever, and everybody that's in that area, if I were to tell them, hey, let me have your phone, and I just want to see everything that you've ever texted or tweeted or liked, or I would have a very different opinion of that person. Yeah. And that's all Twitter is, is showing everybody the worst version of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... Well, I'm, I'm not even building up to a point. I'm just saying. No, there, yeah, there's blows. nothing yeah, more oxymoronic in the world to call it social media. It's the same thing as calling reality TV reality. It doesn't exist. It's not actual. It's the thing that they present you in, uh, you know, absence of an actual reality and an actual personality. Well, look at Meta. Yeah. They want you Dude. to fucking go into this whole new world. There's so uh, many people in Zuckerberg's inner circle that are coming out saying, we're going to have to like remove this guy because he is so bought into this metaverse bullshit that it's going to tank the company. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. 
Leave him be. Yes. Leave him be. Leave him be. Don't yep. you, you don't you stop him. Let him sink the whole fucking yeah. comedy. That would be the greatest thing that he's ever done. The only thing better than creating Facebook that he could do is destroying it. Same thing with Twitter. The fact that Elon is using it as his personal plaything and pissing everyone off, I think's fucking hilarious. And I will say kudos to you, Elon, for that. The funniest part, though, is he just left it up to not what is the option after he leaves. It's just, do you want me to step down? And everybody that's reactionary and ass mad over fucking nothing because their Twitter experience has been slightly different the last six weeks. <laughs> they have no idea who he might replace himself with. Yeah. He could, could be actually old. be the fucking the dark demon of social media that they think he is. Elon ain't dick. Which you've said already that he's posted a semi threat. It's not really. All it's really saying is careful what you wish for because you might get it. Yeah, because, it, well, here's the thing. Twitter doesn't make money. It's been in the red for fucking ever. It just, it doesn't generate revenue by itself. It, 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 Which is so fucking weird to me how the dude that owned it could be worth $50 billion. I mean, it just. Uh, it's all made up bullshit. Yeah, he's worth it's, that because that's what it ended up selling it, for, I guess. It's fucking FTX. You know, it's, it's, uh, it, it's all make believe. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But it's, it's a trip, though. That isn't that a trip? Yeah, they they never made any money. The same thing with Amazon. Amazon operates in the red every fucking year. Well, Jack Dorsey came out and even said we are not trying to make Twitter a viable uh, financial interest to be purchased and used on a whim. Well, then We're how is he worth fifty billion dollars? Where does his fifty billion dollars come from? If Elon, they're not making any money. It? No, 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 but the, no, this is, I know what this you're is saying. my point. I don't know. It, it, you know, I mean, they, if you're not making a profit, how did he afford to live in the, the, the life that he's lived ever since Twitter's? I mean, it, so much of this makes no sense to me. It's because uh, it's living on debt. It's living on your, uh, yeah. what somebody else might be willing to pay you. And you don't even have to be paid it. You're just evaluated at that. And, and, yeah. At they're that not level. living on liquidity. They're the, all they're living on is a supposed magic number that everyone thinks they're worth. Yeah, but if he goes and buys a fucking house in his name mm -hmm. and then he sells that house, he's liquid. I'm yeah. liquid. He, you know, he bought a $10 million house and sold it for $15 million. That motherfucker's got $15 million bucks in his pocket. There's enough people to give him money, but Twitter as a company, if it was... Uh, and this is what Elon's been saying the whole time. He's like, this is a bankrupt institution. Yeah, yeah. And it has been. Yes. and it, That's why he fired everybody. You, he, you want to know where they get their money? The fucking government. Yeah. That's yeah. one thing that's been proven in this, yeah. in this whole Twitter files that's been coming out, if y'all aren't aware. Yeah. No, they've been doing but, these yeah. Twitter dumps. Uh, I think there's been four or five of them. And to me, they weren't anything special because it was just confirmation of what I imagined everybody already fucking knew. And that was that there was an active backdoor from federal government right into the heart of Twitter. Well, there is there, where, all of them, I'm sure. Yeah. Same thing with Hollywood. Same yeah. thing with Kanye. Yeah. They're, yep. they're there to control and manipulate the where the masses go. Right. And they were actively just purge this account, shadow ban that account, blacklist this guy. Oh, this guy's saying some bullshit about COVID I don't like. This isn't anything new. They just showed, here's the actual evidence that it's real. Yeah. And I think, in a way, I guess for people who aren't on board yet, 
Which I don't, I think at this point it's just done. Like people aren't going to, if you're not already on board, you're never going to be, you're just going to, you would rather just believe anything other than what you're being told that doesn't come from your side. That's now. all people are doing in general is la 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 la. I can't hear you. It's like whenever we show them proof, then it's like, well, it doesn't line up with my ideology. So regardless of it being real, it's not my reality. Therefore, it doesn't exist. Well, well even you, you know how we were talking about over the last couple, three years, you know, we've been lied to by, by everybody, you know, the news, mm-hmm. everybody and all that shit's coming out. Now everybody's flipping the script and they're saying what we've been saying the whole all along. Yeah. And, and what's so wild about that? is how mad they get when you point out, hey, I've been saying that all along. And 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 it, it just makes them angry. No, like, they're, they're uh, just, there's well, no way no, you could have. No, no. I mean, the, the, the facts weren't in. You didn't know. You didn't know. Yeah, you didn't you, know. You could have even said it, but uh, you were coming from a point of ignorance, and, and you and, should not be listened to, and, and others shouldn't listen to you either. And but. Twitter is a prime example of what I'm talking about there. You have you have uh, Elon coming in and buying Twitter, mm-hmm. and what that did, what immediately is it took Twitter out of that game. It took Twitter out of that game of uh, curating this, uh, pushing yeah, that exactly, exactly, yeah. and 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 having uh, Fauci and all these people come out. Well, we didn't have the data, and we got it now. You know, it could have come from the lab. I don't know, <laughs> but. Uh, and, and and I mean, it's been proven that it came from the lab. It's been proven. Yeah. It's absolutely been proven. It was proven by a fucking Australian scientist in 2020. Yeah. I mean, it was known right absolutely out of the jump. proven. Well, and, but and, all this does, though, is, you know, we go, hey, you know, don't show us there's a man behind the curtain. Now they've shown there's a man behind the curtain. They're just like, just give me the fucking curtain. But nobody cares. That's that. That's this yeah. is my point in all of this yeah. is the dumps that he has done on Twitter showing, showing that the fucking government, the uh, all kinds of shit influencing everything that's on Twitter. Yeah. And nobody cares. Nobody. The 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 general public it's the same thing with the biden shit the fucking hunter's laptop that shit is real it's real it's right in front of you even fucking nbc is telling you it's real now yeah and but no it's just like i I don't understand and this country i don't i don't get it i don't do you want to understand it a little less yeah go ahead well do do you want to understand it less by understanding (laughs) it more because that's where I'm at. Uh, I hear you. I'm going to send it over to a much smarter uh, journalist than we are, because we're just a couple of oh, assets. Nah, we didn't, he might not be that smart. Well, I just hand it off to other people that can say the same thing we're saying, but just more coherently yes. with charts and graphs yes. and numbers. And Yeah, numbers. Take it away, Glenn. That's why I regard this Pew poll from last year, and there are many with similar findings, to be one of the most important and revealing reflections of the current iteration of our politics. It shows that the vast majority of Democrats, 76%, more than three out of every four Democrats, believe that tech companies should take steps to restrict false information online, even if it limits freedom of information. Far more alarmingly, almost as many Democrats, 65% of Democrats, two out of every three Democrats in the United States, want the state the government 
to take steps to restrict false information online, even if it limits freedom of information. Two-thirds of Democrats want the United States government to limit what can and cannot be said on the Internet by having the government be the binding and final arbiter of truth and falsity. And that is why liberal journalists united to label the reporting from Matt Taibbi to be trivial, nothing burgers, even corrupted. Even though Taibbi's reporting revealed how Twitter had constructed a censorship regime run by caricatured left liberal fanatics that routinely crushed dissent from left liberal orthodoxy, how the chiefs of that censorship regime regularly met with operatives of the U.S. security state as they were deciding what to censor, and how the censorship regime resulted in the banning from our, our most influential social media sites, not only multiple members of Congress, but the sitting president of the United States. That's because mainstream Democratic Party liberals and the journalists who their allies simply no longer believe in free speech. They believe in censorship. Censorship imposed by corporate power in unison with the government designed to silence those who disagree with them. No, I'm, I'm actually going to reference something that I talked about during the last episode, and I know both of you will not remember this because even when I brought it up, you're like, ah, you mean a person I've never heard of. Great. Um, but Graham Hancock is someone I talked about the last episode and mm -hmm. the show Ancient Apocalypse. And that show became number one on Netflix for a long fucking period of time. And then it took two days for The Guardian to release an article that said ancient apocalypse the most dangerous documentary to be released and there the entire article spends its entire time not pointing out why it's the worst thing out there all it's really telling you is since it does not say what we wanted to say we know that it must be a bastion of you know, all these right wing conspiracy theorist assholes and you're all pleb monkeys basically calling us everything that they are mm -hmm. for believing everything that they're being fed by the government, regardless of how much proof is thrown in your face to show you, ah, we're lying out our, our assholes. Well, yeah. Well, it's, it's all that's been going on since the dawn of time. Sure. I mean, you know, Copernicus fucking, I mean, it's all, you know, there was a there was a fucking artisan that made a piece of marble, and in case people don't know what an artisan is, it's faux finish work. It's where you where you make something look like something that it's not. This man took a tile and he made a piece of marble that looked so fucking real that the king accused him of shaving off a fine piece of marble and gluing it to the tile. And put him to death. Mm -hmm. The man died because he made something that looked so fucking real that the king could not believe that it wasn't real. So he killed him. So when, when, you, when you're talking we, about things like yeah, this. That which it, we don't understand, it, we must destroy. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And, and you know, I know what you, I know the guy you're talking about with the, where he's found all these worlds that were fucking underneath the worlds that are there yeah. now, you know. I mean, he's digging down, you know, and finding that, that mankind and civilization is a hell of a lot older than anybody thought it was. Yeah. And, and he's proven it. He's actually proving it. And it's pissing all the, 
mainstream scientists that have been sucking the dick of science for years off. And well, that's why science is kind of always in flux. Yeah, yeah. And and trust me, I I don't steer away from conspiracy theories. No, they're fun. A, a recent one that I thought I would <laughs> never entertain is uh, the one that uh, dinosaurs aren't real. Uh oh. Because every bone you've ever seen isn't even a fucking bone. <laughs> it's a cast. And, you know, where are all the bones of all the things in between the dinosaurs and us? And well, I'm not smart enough to ask the questions, nor much less have the answers. But it's entertaining to me. Yeah. And I haven't seen this ancient apocalypse show. I, I'm completely unaware of it. Um well, and I'm not sitting here saying that I believe everything that he comes out with, but the blatant disregard of everything that he says on the basis of, well, you're not mainstream, you're not you're not an archaeologist, so how can you have an opinion in the first place? I mean, and here's the problem. When you're being paid to be correct for your opinions, then you're already in the business of having to be correct because the moment yeah, you influence. cease to be correct yeah. is the moment you cease to be of use to the academic body. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like YouTube influencers. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. You've got this. This is going to be very interesting with the FTX shit that's going on mm -hmm. is all of the YouTube influencers. That's I, I can't wait to see that part of the shit hit the fan. Because through discovery, the, yes, showing yes, how much they were paid yes, to push it. Yep. Yeah. I, I can't wait till that shit hits the fan because that is going to be, that's going to be huge. Speaking of conspiracy, staying in the conspiracy theory minded arena that I like to just kind of bathe myself in. Have you heard of the latest conspiracy theory involving Tom Brady? No. You know, he's tied in with FTX. Yeah. Supposedly, like, they had all of his money. Hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. invested in it, yeah. allegedly. Yeah. And what did Tom just do this year? Got a divorce from old Jizzle. Yeah. And the conspiracy theory is that he knew that the FTX thing was coming, so they got a divorce so that they wouldn't go bankrupt, but they're not even really divorced. They don't hate each other or any of that shit. They just had to legally do it so that... Maybe one person takes the hit, but the rest of the money's still good for the rest of the family. But Tom Brady knew that this was coming down because Tom's not an idiot, and it's mind-boggling. I love conspiracy theories, especially when they're not fully realized and they're just still being worked out. Um, but Tom Brady's listed all in this shit. He's in the commercials. Well, dude, he's in the lawsuits. Yeah. He's, uh, That's what I'm saying. He's listed him. all in yeah. this yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he stands to potentially get roped into a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, he will be roped into a lot of shit. I yeah. mean, dude, him, Kevin O'Leary, all these all these fucks that were, I mean, and there's a lot of them. What, who was it? Uh, the basketball guy? Um, Mark Cuban? No, no. Uh, but he's a basketball player. It's not LeBron James. It's someone else. But anyway, he's in it, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, all these guys, they were... Kevin Durant. They were pushing... Yeah, may, I don't know. Well, the may, Miami like, Heat's arena was but, the FTX arena. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's Maybe what, it was one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, when you've got all this money that obviously he paid these people... Um, and what do you think he wants in return? A, exactly. Push this. Yes, push, mm -hmm. push, push this. And they did. They, I mean, hell, there was Super Bowl commercials and shit on FTX. Oh, yeah. And, and 
you know, I never trusted the little fuck from the first time I saw him. I mean, no. I was like, this kid is in charge of $50 billion. And he never, it, during the whole time, you can go back. You can go back all the way to the beginning with this kid. And I, I do. I mean, I've seen interviews with him. He doesn't answer anything. No. He 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 throws a bunch of technical jargon out, but doesn't answer anything. And he's he never has. He's a politician. And he's and he's <laughs> like and uh, yeah, that's another thing is his family and and Caroline they they think Caroline Ellison the chick, you mm-hmm. know, the the nerdy chick that was, you know, having the fucking throwdowns with him in his pad down there in, <laughs> yeah. in the Bahamas, you know, fucking him and his 10 friends. Uh-huh. Uh, but they, uh, she, uh, this is conjecture right now, but they think that she was the one that rolled over on him. And that's why he got, it, it, it's interesting. If you look at the timeline of every, I've been following this shit every day mm-hmm. because I cannot wait to see a lot of politicians. There's going to be a lot of them. going to be a lot of them coming out in this shit. I can't wait to see when they discover they're knee deep in this shit and they, and they don't even realize it. Yeah. And I can't wait for that. I can't. Well, Cause a lot of, but a, a lot of people in, and, and I guess some of the more popular theories are, is that this was set up by the government to be such a disaster so that it would give them the leeway necessary to, to come crypto. in and yes, yes. regulate and, it to, to the point where it is no longer. And I don't know if you know who CZ is. CZ is the, is the head of Binance mm-hmm. and Binance was FTX's biggest competitor. Yeah. And Binance had, uh, bought a chunk of FTX. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. Now, this is basically what happened. Binance bought, uh, a chunk of FTX. Now, when they bought it, uh, when when uh, it, it took a couple of years, but once CZ, the head of Binance, started seeing what was going on at FTX, he decided to get out to get mm-hmm. the fuck out. Yeah. So he that he got out two point one billion dollars mm-hmm. and still has five hundred and fifty million dollars left in the useless FTX coin that is FTT, which is totally fucking worthless now. Yep. So now. The guy, Kevin O'Leary, I don't know if you know who he is, look him up in the fucking news, Shark Tank guy, you know, big investor, uh, Mr. He's the mouthpiece yep. for Sam Bankman. And uh, and with him being the mouthpiece, he's coming out, he's lying, and, and CZ is calling him out on it yeah. every day. He's like he's tweeting. Telling him. He's, he's saying, Calvin is a liar. Calvin is a liar. And I was like, Wow. This is cool. This is really going to be cool. And so Kevin O'Leary is, you know, claiming he's not lying um, and all this kind of shit. But Sam Bankman's parents are, I think they're at Stanford. Dad's a professor. Mom's fucking professor, whatever. They have been in the Democratic movement for years, for years. Oh, yeah. Uh, Been uh, trying to push for Democratic policies, all this kind of shit. Caroline Ellison, her dad, I, I can't remember what government agency he was the head of, but they're both tied into the SEC big time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you look at what's happening with the family right now, they're going to jail. That Not just him. 
His dad is going to prison. If his dad doesn't do time, this could be uh, FTX could actually be the corporate uh, kickoff of a civil war. It could actually not only a civil war, but a world war, because not only not only is FTX in the U.S., FTX is all over the fucking world. Especially and in when, Ukraine. And when you mm-hmm. get in, yes, when you get into these foreign countries, uh, think about the Middle East and how mm-hmm. crazy them motherfuckers are. I mean, when you get into them them losing billions of dollars. They, on, don't, they don't like that. On some little punk kid scheme. Yeah. It's it, not going to be good. You know, Elon's over I mean, in yeah. Qatar right now. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the odds are that he steps down tonight before he flies home? He's run by some Saudi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, just watch Back to the Future and Libyans. But the, the FTX <laughs> thing, the FTX thing, I think people should pay attention to. Yeah. Big time. And it's going to take a year. It'll probably take a year for it to start flushing out where they go to jail or they go to trial and yeah. all that kind of shit. It'll take a while. But this kid, this kid pulled off the biggest fucking heist mm-hmm. in the history since the federal government of America. I mean, <laughs> I mean, billions, $32 billion. That's insane. And, and the amount of that money that was immediately funneled back into the DNC yep. and then yep. right over to Ukraine funded a lot of funky, you know, funky shit over there. And when he was being interviewed by the New York times, uh, through zoom or whatever, you know, he was supposed to be in New York to be interviewed. Surprise, surprise. He never left the Bahamas. He's like, uh-uh. right. Uh, I'm going to stay down here, even though they have extradition, right. and I don't know. He's not that smart. Well, he can um, get extradited now because he's been arrested. He hadn't been arrested then. Yeah, but you know, he should he should have kept moving. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At least pull a McAfee and be out there on the waterways yeah. for like seven, eight years. Yeah, somewhere exactly. in the water. Because here's the thing: you're going to get McAfee, you're going to get Epstein, especially if you're tied that closely and with that much money. Uh, they might not go to jail. They might just get fucking offed. I don't think he's physically competent to understand what the fuck what he's, he's actually done. in no. what he's done i no. don't and you know i feel bad for the kid but yes you need to go to prison well that's you why need to go to prison guys, you need to die in prison you need to go I'm to sorry. a prison that doesn't even have a phone line to yes it. you're too yeah. dangerous exactly um but no when he was interviewed by the new york times guy they asked him about his uh campaign donations because then you start fucking around with that law and he even said, well, no, I do also donated to Republicans, but I just did it in secret. And they're like, yeah. why? But why would you do that? <laughs> a, first of all, no one believes you because you openly uh, donated to Democrats. But yeah. now you're claiming because it's clearly this is a Ponzi scheme to help the Democrats and you're you're being exposed for it. Now you're coming. Out, well, actually, I also uh, threw money at the Republicans. I just did it in secret. And his response to why is. Well, because there's a lot of liberal-leaning people in the media, and they wouldn't take too kindly to it. He, basically, he's so bad at lying, he's saying, y'all are leftists, and y'all would have raped me over the coals and exposed me. And so, in order to not be exposed, I covered it up. And it's like, don't you understand what this whole thing is about right now, you stupid twat? He has no clue. He's a fidgety, fidgety little fuck that's yeah, about yeah. to get fucking he's steamed. Did he, by any chance, uh, rolling on Adderall all day? Did he give Herschel money? I don't think so. I don't think Herschel has a, a cold wallet. I'll just put it that way. I don't think he has anything in uh, cold storage. <laughs> well, it's so hot, baby. Not to steamrolling something to talk about, but uh, I'm sorry. If, if For all the people outside of Georgia, 
uh, that weren't around for the runoff. Oh, we got some classic uh, Herschel uh, that uh, it was beautiful. So it was beautiful. So we could stay on the FTX thing for long enough. I have a limited knowledge. Yeah. A limited amount of knowledge on it. And it's still happening. So we will we will stay up while that we will we will keep up with it and we will keep you abreast of what we know as it happens. But I think as of now, that's pretty much as far as it's gone. But we got to pour one out for our homie Herschel. Oh, yeah. We were blessed with one of the more entertaining candidates that this state's had in a minute. And for all of the people that live in the state of Georgia, my apologies. You're going to have to hear this one more time because they did use this clip when we were going back and forth on, are we going to do a podcast this week or not? And it's like, I'm fucking sick. Ah, fuck this, whatever. Like this was something that was going to go on the show before the election. Cause it was before it made it into, uh, negative ad campaigns for Warnock. And just in a quick memoriam to our fallen brother, Herschel Walker. <laughs> My dog. Let's just take a little glimpse as to why, potentially why, allegedly why he's not in DC in January. I want to tell you to keep the faith. Oh, you ever watch a stupid movie late at night, hoping gonna get better, don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? Because uh-huh. the other night, the other night I was watching this movie. I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some kind of night. But it was about vampires. I don't Ooh, know if you know yeah. vampires are cool people, are they not? But I'm gonna tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I, know I never that. knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I want to be a werewolf. Yeah, but then werewolf. anyway, as I'm watching this movie, and then you can tell you how stupid it is because it's one in the morning. So I'm watching my TV, uh-huh. uh, these kids watching their TV, uh-huh. uh, vampire kill on their TV. Oh, man. So you know it's kind of stupid, but I'm still watching, though. As I'm watching this show, <laughs> so it was funny. These kids had a vampire in their attic mm. at their house. Get it out. So they were watching their TV. I'm watching my TV. They're okay. watching their TV. Okay. They see the vampire killer on their TV. Oh. So they win this contest to bring this actor. Now, y'all got to stay with me. Bring this actor who's a vampire killer from their TV to get rid of this real-life vampire in their attic. Mm. So as this actor comes to their home, he got all the right stuff. He got all the right stuff because you know, got to have a state and got to have a thing to kill him in the heart. Yeah. And he got a necklace of garlic because that worked. I don't know what it does, but it worked. Gotta have a cross because it burned. I know that worked. And then that all works. of a sudden, this is what was so funny about it. As they're walking through the house, mm-hmm. this, this 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 guy got the holy water. He's blessing the house. This actor now he's all fake. He's blessing the house with his holy water. They walked upstairs, and this vampire looking real good in this black suit. Whoa, that sounds like Senator Warnock, doesn't it? Looking all good in this black suit. Floated from the ceiling. He floated from the ceiling looking good and cool. And I'm thinking, whoa, they better get out of that house. Somebody (laughs) float from your ceiling, get out of that house. That's not your house. But as he floated from the ceiling, the kid jumped behind that hero. As they jumped behind that hero, the guy jumped in front of him with this holy water, threw it on the vampire forehead. He covered his eye. And he took his hand away. He started laughing. And he said, that don't work. He took the cross and put it on the vampire forehead. And the vampire didn't even do anything. He said, that don't work. And that's the way it is in our life. It doesn't even work unless you got faith. There it is. It is time for us to have faith. We got to have faith in our fellow brother. Got to now, the funniest part of the movie is him talking about the movie. That's the funniest part of the movie there, Herschel. No, my that's- favorite part is the whole lie where he's like, during this entire movie, I was thinking, no, you weren't. You're a black guy. You yeah. were yelling at the screen. Oh, this movie. shit. <laughs> <laughs> back in fucking, back in He's our. back in business. Man, we're back in our form. I like, this feels comfortable. 
<laughs> man, this feels cool, you know? It's like, you got that werewolf, man. That's a lot cooler than a Did vampire. Did you know a werewolf can kill, kill a vampire? Man. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I'm a werewolf now. All I know is you start floating across my ceiling, time to get out of the house. Yeah, yep. You better get the fuck out. Especially if you got that necklace of garlic, because that worked. Especially Senator Warnock. No, of course. You know, yeah. Warnock, he is a vampire. That was the only thing he said in there. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Okay. That's the way he's trying to tie it together. I forgot. That he That's was where doing, he's tying he, it in. He was doing politics. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, <laughs> you know, he's got his own way of politicking. Hey, man. You rush for 2,000 yards. Uh, you mm. get a lot of doors open yeah, for you. Yeah, you get, get beat in the head 2,000 times. I run over these fools just like a werewolf and a vampire. That's why I'm here. Now, what's up? Vote for me, Herschel Walker. I mean, no matter what, he would have been a thousand times more entertaining than Warnock. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Now, you know, country is in no different position, whether it was Herschel in D.C. Nah, or Warnock. Matter. But no. the, we we were robbed, Doug, and Arona, and the rest of America. Of we were six robbed. Six years of comedy. Of Yes. Of him on the <laughs> Senate floor trying to talk about some actual important <laughs> shit. <laughs> where he's like well, yeah, you know what this reminds me of another movie now it's stupid I'm watching my TV or these people on my TV and there's another TV and then this thing happens and I thought man shoot you better get out of there <laughs> now now <laughs> now sign my bill uh, I was waiting for the time that he uh, would intimate somehow the movie Predator into his uh, he could have I mean lexicon. I'm not gonna lie the clip obviously continued I, yeah. there's no telling what he said unless yeah. you were there yeah I mean and Mac Dunna but I mean at least he's watching good movies you know the original know. Fright Night that's some good shit <laughs> well he's not sure it was Fright Night it was Fright something it yeah was Freak Night Freak, freak Show night, Freak Show Fright something get out of my house weird Mister Man is floating across my ceiling. <laughs> but either way, got to pour one out for the dog. Old Herschel, please never run again. But um, what's going on with Hunter? I don't even know. Honestly, I have no fucking clue. Yeah. They, <laughs> All my news is nothing but Herschel talking about vampires, Kanye shitting on the Jews. And uh, well, you know, the Republican <laughs> House, they've been on it for two weeks now. Oh, yeah. The investigation. Yeah, yeah. it. See, it's it's yet another thing where they're just coming out saying the shit that I already knew. Right. So anytime that that happens and it seems to be happening daily. Sure, I guess it's better that it's happening than it not happening. But I, it it's impossible for me to carry any level of interest on, quote unquote, finding out things that I already knew. Yeah, well, it's the only thing I want to know real quick to wrap this up is the is the thing with all this is I don't care that it's now openly acceptable to say that COVID came from a lab, that Hunter's laptop was real and that the election was stolen or that the vaccines don't work or take anything that was controversial two years ago. Tell me that it's real now. And I'm not interested in that. No, I'm not either. Tell me what's going to happen because of that now. Only give me the fucking results of the investigation. I don't need to know what's coming out in the investigation. Because to me, that's old news. Right. It's time to come to the punishment portion. And if you're not coming, if you're not heading in that direction, or if that's not your end goal, and that's not something that's going to happen, then this is all a waste of time. If you ain't coming at them with an axe... Man, you better come at him with some garlic. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to know. Yeah. Well, it's like we the whole the thing with Glane. Uh, it's like... Oh, we'll tell you that she's guilty. Yeah. Well, where, where are all the names? <laughs> We're not going to give you all that shit. Well, no, no. She's guilty, but guilty of what? Yeah. 
Because then if if she's guilty and in prison, she's got to, there must have been a crime. What was the crime? Yeah. Why aren't you saying what she's guilty of? You're just saying found guilty of the charges. And it's like, oh, yeah, but you also didn't allow the public or the news into the courtroom. So mm-hmm. maybe release the documents and uh, not, not retract the charges because I'm pretty sure she wasn't found guilty for any of the things that the public is interested in. She's found guilty on some other bullshit that they're like, well, we've got to put you away. For you know something. what the government needs? What voters should vote on hmm. is citizen panels to look at shit and, and decide if this politician or this fucking whatever should go to court, go to jail, go to whatever and have a, have a fucking, you know, have attorneys there, have fucking, uh, a judge there and have citizen panels go through all the evidence and shit, just like a grand jury, just like a fucking grand jury. And bring up the charges. And you if mean they have did citizens that, vote on shit? That's never gone wrong. No, no. <laughs> I'm talking about citizen panels to sit on things like government corruption cases and shit like that to move that shit forward. Yeah. And if it go if it gets in one panel and it passes that panel, it goes to the next panel. And have the panels be, you know, have them be reputable people, you know. But not tied to any, not affiliated with any party or anything. You know, if if the if if the U.S. could have something like that, some way to, some way for the people, the regular fucking people that get shit on every day, to have to really have a voice against all the corrupt shit that the politicians do and and. And just get away with and and laugh about it and and fucking throw it in our face and shit on a daily basis. You, it's like you know one of the first things that they could have tried this panel out on whether or not we trade Brittany Griner for the Merchant of Death. Yeah, no shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a good one. Yeah, oh let, let's think. God. We've got some dude that we thought you know deserved the moniker. Merchant of Death. You know who we should trade that person for? A butch lesbian that plays basketball. That sounds that can't perfect. even dunk. No. She can't even dunk, and this guy's fueling civil wars. <laughs> I'm just like, doesn't seem to really add up. Just kind of misses the mark. Kind of like her dunk. Yeah. Yeah, you know. And not that it's, we can. Pl- it's where we are, man. It's this. It, it. It's so sad. It's really sad. I don't. I don't like to even. I don't even like to think about where we're at, man. I try to just keep my mind on my shit, you know, <laughs> and, and fuck everything else around me because it's going to shit and there's nothing I can do about it. I hear you, Doug. And you know what? I don't, I don't totally disagree with you. Well, but Doug, think about this. Um, they took someone out named the merchant of death and traded that person for someone whose greatest crime was that they needed their vape pen fix. <laughs> they allowed the merchant of death. <laughs> I think we get it. <laughs> no, I, I, well, I, I think it, it I, bears I, no, repeating I, a million times I so know, it can I, be. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, dude, it's fucking corruption, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just corruption. Of, of, and what do we do? What can we do about it? Nothing. 
What, Just do a podcast on our podcast. Look at how fucking retarded yeah, this is. Look at how stupid yeah. this is. Yeah. This look at how stupid we make are. Sense. But it does make sense because, well, that's just where certain people in power's assumed value system is aligned. Well, and it, some arbitrary bullshit where it's like, no, we are more than happy. In fact, we're willing to allow potentially the worst thing possible happening um, just so that we get brownie points from our constituents. And it's it's sad, man. It really is. It's a it's a sad state. That, yeah. that bitch wasn't going to be in prison for the rest of her fucking no, life. Just no. leave her there. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to make a swap, at least try to make it one for one. Yeah. But get, get I, one I'm, of her spies back. Get a fucking you know yeah, soldier that's been in there. Just like fucking, it used to be. Just yeah. like it used. To, you know, this new fangled bullshit is fucking gay. It's yeah. yeah. Release her so yet again. We don't watch the Mercury. I mean, we weren't watching him in the first place. Now that she's back, we're still not watching. What happens by you trading her? Not a fucking thing. No one realizes the world's any different. No, I will say this. I think what happens is the Merchant of Death starts trading arms again, and members of the Senate get rich. So... That's why they made the trade. They, 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 that's of course that's why they made the trade. There's money in it somewhere for somebody. Oh no doubt. Uh, well, so yeah. So it's it's just a never ending bowl of shit. Well, I will say this. Congratulations to the WNBA for once they had a <laughs> trade actually make some headlines. It worked. There you go. <laughs> no, it. You know, I hope we do actually post the clip. <laughs> Um, so that our fan base can see, They're um, not fans. the, uh, who, 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 yes, whatever they are, <laughs> um, our listeners. Yeah. Um, so y'all can see Russian TV openly shitting on the U S government. And back in the day, we would have been like, fuck you Russians. And now we just kind of got to look at it and go. Mm, they're kind of right. Yeah, I mean, I would play it right now on the podcast, but it's all in Russian. And yeah. uh, it's the subtitles that really make it just shine. Yeah. They just take a massive Russian-sized shit right on our fucking chest. Yeah. And you literally just have to sit there and just take it. And they're laughing like, oh, we are going to run so many guns right up your your woke ass. And uh, they're probably right, but I'm with you, Doug. It, it's a bummer. It's, and it's the holiday season, damn it. It is. We should be talking about more timely things. Festive things. Yeah, like whether or not Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yes. <laughs> now let's really get to something that fucking matters. And I can't believe it that this podcast... This Die is, Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh, boy. You jumped the gun, Doug. <laughs> I can't believe it. This podcast, this is our third Christmas that we've gone through. And we've never... And I know why we've never entertained the... The great Die Hard being a Christmas movie debate. Because I think it's gay. And my end result, which I'll get to, uh, will spell out why it's gay. And normally we <laughs> like to steer away from gay things. But the reason why I'm bringing it up on tonight's episode is because I've been having a fucking ass full of people telling me all day long. And I'm outnumbered. It was three to one. I was getting beat up by other fucking nerds on the internet. Um, where I don't think it's a Christmas movie. I don't think it meets the standard criteria for what everybody inherently thinks of when they think of Christmas movie. What's the last song that ends the movie? I have no idea. Oh, the weather outside is, is frightful. frightful. And that's all it takes? So yeah. A little necking coal? 
Uh, sure. Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. And there's a Christmas tree behind him. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so yeah, it's Christmas movie. Sure. I'll make the point that so many of my friends never uh, were able to identify with any of the holiday films, and that was the only film that they and their family could enjoy together that every one of them would sit down and watch. Well, to me, Trading Places is a Christmas movie, but to a lot of people, it's not a Christmas movie. It's a Wall Street movie. I watch it every fucking year (laughs) at Christmas because it's a Christmas movie. It's fucking Christmas. You got... I mean, Uh, dude, you got Dan Aykroyd just like Santa on the fucking bus eating the fucking... Eating the fucking whatever it is, some kind of fish or something, and he's getting his beard all in his mouth and shit, and, and, you know, and he fucking winds up peeled out in the bathtub. And fucking Odin, you know, because his life is shit and, oh, you know. It sounds like it's a wonderful It's life. a wonderful Christmas movie. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, and it's very, um, it's uh, triumphant in the end, you know. I just they like to hold, to the guy. I just like to hold Christmas movies in their own category, not getting bastardized by all these other movies that just so happen to take place during Christmas, coming in saying they're a goddamn Christmas movie. There are certain criteria that Christmas movies adhere to that you know it when you see it. It's like porn. You know it when you see it. Right. And you know you know why Die Hard's not a Christmas movie? Because it's an action thriller. It's rated R. How many rated R Christmas movies are out there? None, by the way. And don't be all clever and cute for saying one. It isn't a fucking Christmas movie. I don't know how you can have Die Hard 3 and Die Hard 4 and Die Hard 5 which Christmas is nowhere to be fucking found, but we're not supposed to look at those and say, no, it's clearly an action movie that takes place during Christmas time. And you know, in the beginning of the the run of this, that doesn't make that a Christmas movie. Now they're trying to say lethal weapons, a Christmas movie. That's not a Christmas. Movie. Well, it's the same fucking rules that people are lumping in. It's like, <laughs> well, it has a Christmas scene. I mean, fuck in that case is Forrest Gump, a new year's movie. Is Lieutenant Dan sad at the bar when the clock hits midnight? Fuck no. And why is that? No one's making that argument. So no one has to defend it. But nobody was saying Die Hard was a Christmas movie when I was a fucking kid watching that and then going right into Home Alone. I went from an action movie to a Christmas movie. Well, I've never once thought of Die Hard being a Christmas movie. I will movie. say about 90% of that movie soundtrack is all Christmas music. Well, that's I mean, not it my might fault be they suck run it. DMC Christmas music, <laughs> but it's still Christmas music. When did when did we become such bitches that we have to do what we're told? And, oh, they're telling us it's a Christmas movie. I have <laughs> eyes. I have fucking eyes. That's an action movie. God damn it! Here's the thing: this was never an issue, and I don't think anybody was having this fight of whether or not it's a Christmas movie until. Clearly, somebody said it and they disagreed because now is Miracle on 34th Street ever going to have a disagreement on whether or not that's a Christmas movie? Of course not. What about Elf? Anybody going to try to tell me that that's not a Christmas movie? That's an Easter movie. That's a Will Ferrell movie. Here's another reason why you know that (laughs) Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. I can watch it in June and not feel weird, but you won't catch me watching Home Alone on the fucking 4th of July. Eh. You mean the movie about peddling eight-year-olds? I mean, they weren't trying to get the jewels out of the house. They were trying to fuck Macaulay Culkin. Well, and they tried really hard, and they got what come, came to them. Another thing is Independence Day, a 4th of July movie. 
or is it in an alien battle action movie? I'd say both. Fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> hey, well, it's called up. Independence Day. Yeah. I mean, it's a- but you know that it's you can watch that fucking right now. It's not a seasonal thing. You don't just watch it on Fourth of July. Right. Well, you know, it's an well, action movie do. that takes watch- place during the fourth of july but it's not a fourth of july movie well i see but i'd fight against that assertion for the simple fact i can watch um christmas vacation any fucking time and i don't feel weird about animal it It can only be watched between thanksgiving (laughs) and christmas do people not respect the rules of what makes a christmas movie a christmas movie it kills me it kills me i've never understood this like it was when i first heard this debate even existed I was like, oh, well, clearly they're just, this is flat earth shit coming into my movie uh, subgenres and categories. <laughs> they're just doing it so that if you hold the fight long enough, eventually you will, you will sway the, the masses and you will fool them all into, oh yeah, no, it is actually a Christmas movie. I mean, it has all of the characteristics of every action movie that is not a Christmas movie, but this one for some reason is. I can't buy it. I like no how we spent a toy. We spent the entire episode talking about how people are animals for carrying on debates online over shit that doesn't matter, mm-hmm. and then we end the podcast with a debate about shit that totally doesn't matter. Well, this is what Christmas is for: <laughs> is needless debate about things that don't matter. Here's the thing: we're yeah. not doing it online. I'm doing it to your face. There you go. And I know that I'm probably. I'm probably pissing off half of our audience because I trust me, I get it. There's people that are far more adamant that it is a Christmas movie than I am that it's not. I just think it's fucking hilarious that this didn't exist. And all of a sudden it did. It's like, I don't, to me, I'm more baffled by that, that it wasn't billed as a Christmas movie. There's no Christmas shit on the movie poster. It's not a, it's not a goddamn Christmas movie. It wasn't ever intended to be one. Yeah, it's not it Christmas did. until we hear Alan Rickman do the most horrible German accent going, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. And those crowds don't know what the fuck Christmas is anyway. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. Nazis. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is more just me venting the past eight hours of me just going, well, no, it's, but it, but why is it? And I think most people just say it because they know it gets a rise out of people that eh, most of the people that will engage online for, for hours on end about whether or not Die Hard's a Christmas movie are just people that will they will engage in any argument that's going on because some people just find it fun to pick a side, stick to that side just for the lulls. And so at the very end, I realize what actually makes up a Christmas movie. It's whatever the fuck you grew up watching around Christmas time. Yes. Because I think that movies that you grew up watching or whatever, those are going to be different for everybody. As far as like what it meant when you saw it. And, you know, there's certain movies I think about. And the first thing I think about is the girl I was on the date with. That was a date movie. Mm -hmm. About that dumb fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) She wasn't even in the movie, but you know what I mean? So in the end... I just had to get a little bit of that out. I honestly don't give a flying fuck if people think that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I think that the argument is more fun than anything, and it's hilarious to me. Where we as humans will pick, like, what's that? That will divide us. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I think that it's, in all honesty, 
It can be a Christmas movie for you while being an action movie for me. The debate should end now. I have deemed it so because I am that important. I am more important than Elon Musk. And uh, Die Hard is whatever the fuck you want it to be. Stop having online debates about it. Well, they broke the molds when Die Hard with a Vengeance came out. So, you know, that definitely cannot be a Christmas movie. I mean, there's a lot of... I'm going to find a way to make it a Christmas movie now just to be that guy. <laughs> well, it, it can't be because it's got, you know, Samuel L. And, you know, there's no black Christmas movies. Oh. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Okay, so <laughs> Die Hard with Avengers is a Kwanzaa movie. <laughs> Kwanzaa. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm sure man. there's a Medea Christmas, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Of course there is. Of course. There's. Uh, I think there's a Medea movie for, like, everything everything yeah. it's like yeah. chicken soup for the soul how there was one of those for everything under the sun uh it's yeah i was trying to make a racist chicken soup thing but i didn't really get there but now it's in your head you think of it um hey. anyway i don't know is there really a medea movie for everything is there the medea holocaust movie <laughs> i don't know if you give kanye a few more weeks <laughs> it'll be super short he'll just be sitting there going never happened and then roll credits oh that would be the best medea movie ever I would know. You, if she's schooling you know fucking kanye the entire movie <laughs> if it turns out medea has been like the person feeding him all of his crazy shit the whole time that would be fucking amazing tyler perry get on it we need this we need this gap bridge we need that yesterday and that's how we save humanity. Yes. All right. Well, and in, well, in the spirit oh, of Christmas and giving, mm-hmm. uh-huh. mm, <laughs> yes, yeah. giving, yes, yes, uh, we are having a uh, we're having a uh, four alarm financial uh, freefall here at the podcast. We are. We're actually podcasting in, in my red. garage. <laughs> we're podcasting in the red. We are podcasting in the red, and. We've never done this, Mm-mm. but I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this now. If anybody out there listening would like to donate some money to this podcast, Jim's going to leave a Venmo link in the show notes. Uh it'll be through the band Stumblewitch link yeah. Venmo. If you want to if you want to help the studio out through a very fucking rough time, Now's the time to do it. Yeah, if you'd like uh, for the this show not be to... Done, this will never be done again. Yeah, if I you would like saying. for the show not to decrease from once every month to not at all, <laughs> uh, it's probably a good idea to maybe toss a few bucks our way. Yeah, and this money will go directly to uh, a podcast member. Keeping, and keeping the studio going and keeping the studio going because uh well it took us over two hours to fucking fire up some things because well we're on old equipment yes and it would be it would be nice to be able to do nice things back for you guys and so we will open up the opportunity if you are able we would appreciate it just look in the show description you will see a link and any bit helps and every mm-hmm. bit is appreciated. And like always, uh, the song already came out. I was trying to, we try, I try to release a Stumble Witch song before it comes out. But uh, this one came out already, came out on the 16th. 
but I'm going to play it at the end of the podcast anyway. No. Huh? What do you think of that? Slap it on there, Doug. And and this is uh this song is called Control and it's available on Spotify and all of those fine fine streaming platforms that you love so much. They do love them, Doug. Let's steal money from the artists you love. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Is it part of the plan?